Hey guys, uh, this is Anthony from the Rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, you know, we have uh, just we've we've had a lot of fun doing this podcast. It's been really great, but you know, with with the loss of with Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie, um, I we've decided just to to quit the show. Yeah, we can't do it anymore. First season ten. That's it. It's done. This is um, our farewell, um, Anthony. It was you know a pleasure. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Miss Banji. That's so stupid. Uh, we're just kidding, guys. We're just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I had some scheduling issues last week. Yeah. Um. And so sorry that didn't go up. But we're gonna make up for it this week. Yeah. Right? So um, I had a friend who who he came in that day to record. His name is Josh Young, and I will mm. put his. Some of his um, thoughts at the end of the episode, um, just to say, hey, thank you so much, Josh, for um, trying to do an episode with us. It just didn't quite mesh well for me. It was his first time podcasting, and he was nervous, and I could tell he was nervous. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to say thank you so much to him and um, for all for that. Because he also told his family he was going to be on the podcast, and I told oh. him I wasn't going to put it up. <sighs> I know. So I'm going to put his thoughts at the end, so that way he can still show his family he was on the show. And I also, guess what? What? I got the city of Austin's thoughts uh, during the second episode. So I'll put that at the end as well because they had some words to say, girl. They had some words. Of this episode. The second episode, not the third episode. Oh, I thought you did the third. No, I did the second. And then on oh. um, the third one, I went to go watch it at a friend's house and I didn't oh, get anyone's got thoughts. It, got it, got it, Yeah, so we talked about doing that whole thing where, where uh, we'd go out in public. Truthfully, you would go out in public. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's the thing, y'all. I had this whole thing planned out for the two. I was going to mix up the entire format, give this little story, like, uh, you know, those drama channel, kind of, not drama channels, but drama, like, novelization kind of podcast. It's going to do like that and then put the comment. And then Anthony just fucked it all up. I was like, well, that's the universe telling me that you shouldn't be doing it. Just do your thing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got a new job. That's why. Yeah. Uh, after that whole fiasco with that nasty cunt that was before. And so I'm in that phase of where I'm just trying to keep availability open and I'm um, had to go through all this training. And so we just sort of had to, it didn't fall into place. Uh, I've been catching the episodes pretty late too. <clears throat> so it's been really hard to avoid, you know, spoilers on, on social and whatnot. Uh, but I've, I've um, managed to, do you want to talk about episode two just real quick? Thoughts? Yeah. Um, just, yeah, just, I have, I think I remember, it, bitch, that was a long time ago. I don't even I remember. Know, I, don't remember. Uh, I do remember having a bad, a bad feeling. Like I, like Vixen came off really bad to me um, on this second, on the second episode. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, the girl is just bringing drama to bring drama for no reason, being messy. And I was like, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Like this there's something, there's something for. about like, if drama comes in naturally, uh, there's something different about that than making a point to go into someone's face and then stirring up shit for no fucking reason. Like, mm -hmm. it ain't even your business, girl. Mm -hmm. Or you purposely trying to be like, nah, fake bitch, I'm gonna show, uh, like clapping to everyone get their attention. Like, dude, it's like. And this is referring to Aquaria talking about Miss Cracker untucked from the first episode. Yeah. And so in the second episode, you know, of course, one of the queens, I'm sure one of the producers told, the, you know, the shady, bring up this, you know, bring this up. She's like, so I heard y'all being shady during, you know, and then, like you said, what happened? Aquaria was like, yeah, we talked about it. You know, it doesn't really bother me, which was, you know, bullshit. Yeah. It obviously did bother her. Uh, but also, so she seems like she's not very confrontational, maybe. I Aquarius think she's confrontational up to the point where something's about to go down or she's losing the argument. Like, if it ain't going her way, she ain't about it. 
I just think she doesn't she doesn't come off as she just it seems like she's one of the people that's there for herself and for the competition and not for all that other stuff. That sort of mm, comes with reality I think TV. She, I think she's okay with arguing. But when it comes to like where there might be actually like fist thrown or slaps going on, like when it gets physical, that's when she kind of checks out. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like to me. Like you, you like you're like all talk and no, like you don't back it up, which is fine if you like to argue and that's your thing. But Vixen's not one of those. Doesn't seem like she's one of those types. Like she'll fight you, like she said. Yeah, and I have a lot of thoughts on that too, especially as we get into the next episode and to when tucked for episode three, mm-hmm. because this was a con. You know, talking about episode three, not two, but. This whole storyline that started at the beginning of two with the Vixen and Aquaria and sort of going into episode three and sort of, you know, really exploding. And I imagine we have haven't even seen all of it yet. I imagine we're going to keep seeing this. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to keep seeing this storyline, I imagine. So Car- Kardashian went home, which makes me sad that Vanji went home because it- couldn't we have had Vanjie for more episode oh. if Kardashian was going to go home anyways? Yeah. Um, I thought the Alyssa Edwards, you know, stunt was cute and, and the number was, what did they perform again? I don't even remember, girl. Oh, the farmer, it was like pharmacy, the pharmaceutical. Oh, too long, too boring. Yeah, not my favorite. I liked him better when Todrick did him. The big group numbers. Yeah. Nothing against Alyssa. I loved Alyssa in this episode. I thought she, well, I think that's she made the whole episode like funny. I think she did a great job directing these people. I think she brought out something they probably didn't think they were going to have. You know, she made them feel comfortable enough to be a fool. Mm-hmm. And I like that about her. Yeah. Oh, definitely. She She's a ste- she's a scene stealer. Yeah. She chews through that camera, honey, like no one's business. Dude, guess what happened whenever mm-hmm. I was watching that episode? Guess what got the biggest screams in the entire and and I was at OCH, Oikon Harry's in Austin. Guess what got the biggest screams in that episode? What, Alyssa? <laughs> the little clip of Juju B walking down in her season with the pink dress. The entire bar just went crazy. Really? Like, I'm talking about, like, I was shocked when I heard it. And I was like, damn, this bitch still has that star power. She's still, like, one of the most popular queens in the show. What do you mean? They showed like a flashback to season two. Yeah, they were showing a little, um, a little flash, a little clip from um, Juju B and that little pink number she had, that little silky pink number she had, mm-hmm. and she was walking down the runway. They put it up really fast, mm-hmm. uh, and in episode two, and the crowd just went crazy. Mm-hmm. It was fucking amazing. Juju B is, I mean, when you think yeah. about queens like Juju B and Raven, um, even like BB, even though she didn't have the best All Stars run, you think about her. I think about Raja and Manila. Alexis Mateo, those queens are the reason the show is what it is today. They made the show so entertaining. They are the giants in drag, essentially, that sort of did what RuPaul's, you know, like they did what RuPaul did, but for this generation with RuPaul's assistance. Um, yeah, I mean, these beloved queens for years and years and years, and they still traveling. I think Jujubee was just here recently, right? Didn't you see her recently? I, I forgot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 she was yeah, here. Yeah. Do you think any of the queens in this episode will have that or have that power? In episode two? Um, or just in general, like what we have I now, think, this cast. I think Eureka definitely has power. And yeah. talking about the lip sync, I did love Eureka <gasps> during the lip sync. Dude, that to me is mm-hmm. one of the top five, if not top three, even probably the best. Well, Juju is pretty awesome. Um, one of the top three for me of the lip syncs out of the entire series, just mm-hmm. like one of my 
favorites. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even do it. And I thought about you because she didn't do much. She didn't have any stunts. She didn't have nothing. She was just emotion. Yes. Yeah. Look, I just got chills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I think Eureka and, definitely one of them. Oh, I loved it. I go back and rewatch that one every once in a while. I think it, it meant it, it. I felt more about this one than I did with Sasha and Shay. Like to me, it was just so emotional. And I loved it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Miss Thing. I got to go back and watch it then. Yeah, look, I like, still have chills, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't gone away. Oh, and you go back and watch it. I haven't <laughs> seen it since. I saw the episode like twice. I didn't go back and watch it. It was good, though. I remember, I remember yeah. watching it being like, this is, this is going to be a good lip sync season, I'm feeling. The first one was rough and all over the place. But with where we're going, you know, with episode two and where we're at now. I think it's going to be a good season for lip syncs. Hopefully, we say that Hopefully, every season. I know, but like the first three were were not were very unexpected. Like I didn't know they were going to be that bad when it came to lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe you're wrong. Maybe none of these girls actually have it. You know, maybe there's only like two or three that have it. Because Mayhem for me, I think had it. I love, but there was something about lip-sync. Mayhem's lip sync that just felt like is that all she had? Is, is yeah. that all she can give? We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's hold on. Let's wrap up episode two. Okay, put a ball on it, girl. Who um who won episode two? Eureka. Oh, you mean no, she, Vixen. She, Vixen won the entire Vixen. The Vixen oh, won the entire show. Oh, with the show. red hair and the red dress yeah. number, and it was like best drag. Mm-hmm. Some of those girls, I was like, that's your best drag, mm-hmm. right? Well, that was the, that was the category, right? Yeah, because that drama still carries on into episode three, and that's oh, what with Aquarius the red dress. and her yes. got into it still, you know. So then we'll get into episode three. Yeah. So that's how it starts off. Um, right? No. Well, Kardashian's gone. And we get into... Is it the mini challenge? Yeah, the mini challenge. Okay, and so the mini mini challenge... Guys, this is... Yeah, this is what happens. You know, (laughs) it's just me looking at Eric like, um, give me a yes, give me a no. Anthony did not prepare. I I only got to see once because I've been working my ass off. If y'all could see my feet right now. It'd be disgusting. I need to go. I'm sure there's some people who would love that. I'll I'm post sure it on Instagram. We'll, I'm get, sure. we'll get a picture of your puatas. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> if I were to go like to a fucking place to get my feet done, they'd be like, no, go, go away. Come back when all that shit's cleared up. <laughs> Anyways, I have a much more physical job than I've had before. Um, oh, yeah. So they have to sell RuPaul's candy bar. Have you ever had the candy bar? I no, but like- I've had I've had candy bars similar to the flavors, like with caramel and sea salt and chocolate. And I love salt, salty chocolate bars. So I imagine it probably tastes super delicious. I would say it looked like it was crunchy as fuck and it didn't look like it was that good. And so the queens have to sell it. And it's sort of this weird pervy, like RuPaul being the director, you know, like, give me this, give me some of this now and give me some of this. Yeah. Uh, was it my favorite mini challenge? Did you did you enjoy it? No. Yeah. I thought the, the most of the people on there, they weren't funny. They weren't good. They were like little little moments, like three moments out of the entire cast um, that were really good, that made me chuckle out loud. But as a, in, in a whole, it was not a good challenge. Yeah, it was just, it kind of just seemed thrown together. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it tied into the main challenge in that it's an acting challenge. So I see the theme there. But um, yeah, not my favorite. I mean, I'm not mad at it or anything. We just, and so they're basically, you know, they have to sell the candy bar. They have to be funny about it, whether it's. Did you have a favorite? Being sexual or being just dumb and stupid and not really. None of them really. So I thought 
Blair St. Clair was going to go at a different angle. Mm-hmm. When she when when RuPaul was going to say, you know, when RuPaul said, dance for me, I was hoping she would say, well, you should get the money up first, but okay, <laughs> and then go into something stupid. I that's what I was expecting, but then she didn't she didn't say that line, and I guess I just kind of played that up in my head. I thought she that's what she was gonna say. Um, How would you sell this candy? Give me a little, give me a little. Ready? I'm I'm her paw, bitch. I am not gonna do what I did to that pickle on <laughs> that camera in front of that camera. <laughs> I'm not doing. That. What goes on the internet stays on the internet nowadays. Well, you don't have to act it out. Just say it. <laughs> just say it. I don't know. How do you sell a candy bar? That's your that's your job, bitch. Well, that's why I'm, I'm not on the show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretend you are. You're on my show. Sell this motherfucking candy oh, bar, huh? You're on my show. <laughs> <laughs> We're <laughs> on our show. <laughs> cut. 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 <laughs> Bitch, I take off my motherfucking earrings right now. Miss Miss Van. <laughs> I, I, uh, was it um, Bobby from Latino Dun- Latinos Who Lunch does a really good impression of Miss Vanji. Oh, yes. And I want to kind of try it. Give me some of this thing. Get them cookies. <laughs> she, I can't do it. I'm going to try. Get these cookies. Get, get these bitches. My show, bitch. <laughs> she definitely needs her own show. I mean, the people are still gagging over Vanji. It's, I mean, it is literally social media gold. It is why we love this show, really. I That moment, that Vanji moment. I still haven't gotten still, sick of it. I still like no. it. Yeah. <laughs> Sell these motherfucking cookies, bitch. I know. Ready, uh, go. Ready. I'm, I'm gonna her? give you time. Ready? Three, oh. two. Oh. Sell the candy. Oh, get these cookies. I mean, that's all I. <laughs> I didn't sell I these got. cookies. How are you gonna? You haven't sold me RuPaul's fucking ghetto ass candy. <laughs> ghetto ass candy. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to sell. I just it'd just be like you know. What does it take? I'm gonna give you a question. What does mm, my candy taste like? Mm, it tastes like. You went out to dinner with Trade, and <laughs> he had something real salty for dinner. <laughs> it crystallized in my mouth, and, then he, <laughs> and I swallowed it. It was salty, and then he, and then he, and then he ate it, and then I shitted it out, and he ate it. What's that called? A rainbow something? What's I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, moving on. No, no, no. So, who wins this? Blair's one of them. Yeah, uh, Monique, Monique and Monet. Monique, Monet exchange. Um, which I'm still on the fence with Monique and Monet. Like, they're obviously really good at what you they do. You want to know something? I'm, I'm like, you I'm like, know something? I'm warming up to them a little bit. You want to know something? Huh? I think I texted you this earlier, but did I don't know if you remember that. Um, Oil Can Harry's books the girls from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, you've been saying that. And the order that they booked them have been the order they get eliminated. Last season too? No, just like this season, like right now. It could be just a coincidence. Maybe, like but Mayhem Miller's next. You know, you said the Vixen was next. No, Mayhem Miller's next. Oh. And also like, um, I don't know, did I tell you about how I watched the video of Monique and they were doing this game with Aja and she seemed very bitter who, and angry. Oh. Yeah. So I don't think she's going to be in the top. Oh. Just based on that video. I could be reading into things. I don't know when it was filmed, but it felt like she was mad. So I'm thinking like right now she has, she's been going pretty high. Mm-hmm. Like kind of not really standing out, but not really doing bad. Yeah. Um, And I think she might be going soon. Monique Hart? Yeah. She's definitely like the narrator this season, it feels like. She's sort of, we're okay. seeing the most of her in the way that we saw... Shangela during All Stars, she has the most like quips, the the most quotes. 
How do you feel about her eyes? Whose? Monique's. What's wrong with them? They're just always so big when she talks. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> um, oh my God, I'm like being recorded. I'm oh so yeah, nervous. guys, I put I put the cameras up just to have a little, uh, like a little clips I can post up on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube. Yeah. And I think he's really shy right now. Yeah, you see, I'm like, <laughs> well, also these headphones. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so let's get okay. Oh get back yeah, up. I should take them off so that way I can see on camera and they can see how beautiful I am. Hey, see my little Rick earrings and. Ah! <laughs> I went my yeah, head yeah. back and forth. I yeah. went my head back and forth. <laughs> I'm posting that motherfucker. Up. See the hair. <laughs> I did it for that reason, bitch. <laughs> get into the hair. Get into this hair. But anyways, okay. So our winners are Blair Sinclair, Monique mm-hmm. Hart, um, Monique Hart, and Monique Exchange. Yes. And so we find out that they have to do uh, three uh, infomercials, mm-hmm. you know, those cheesy ones we see, like, which we, are, do they even, I, I haven't seen one of those in years, it feels like. like that's, a, that's an old style. I don't have TV. And also the the, the whole idea of these apps was kind of dumb. Like, why would psych, psycho, like, um, what's it called? The liars? Compulsive liars? Yeah. Why would they make an app for other compulsive liars? Like, just some of the things that they were doing didn't make, I was like, that doesn't make no fucking sense. I know it's just wacky, and and they were just trying to come up with ideas, but that was a dumb one. So, the compulsive liar one, that is the one. Fibster. Fibster. So, they have to do commercials for dating apps, and it's sort of like little midnight infomercials. Yeah, and they bought a social angle to it, but not the angle I was looking for in the social part. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, they were introducing tech to it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's cute. See what's going to happen. No. Yeah. And dating apps are all the rage. They've been all the rage for... Yeah. I deleted mine, girl. <gasps> all of them. I no longer have them. I have one, and I haven't opened it. Like, the other day I opened it for the first time, and I saw that my last interaction was like... Was it Grinder? I mean, that's... Because <laughs> well, we talked about this. I didn't know Tinder was for gay people as well. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So it's the same bullshit ever. Look, I went years without having Tinder and then I got back to it recently. I think I told you. And what the reason I got off of it is because <laughs> I would get people who match with me and I would re- message them or they would match with me and they and they never respond back. Yeah. There's no communication. I'm like, why the fuck you go right? And and it doesn't make any sense. So I, I did it again and the same fucking bullshit. People don't still respond back. I'm like, bye. I'm done with this. Yeah. I'd rather go out meet somebody. But anyway, so, yeah, they have to do that whole thing. So one of them is Fibster, so it's for people who Do you need me to turn these cameras liars. off? No, 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 I'm good. Still, okay. No, I'm good. I'm, just, I don't, I'm trying to, like, what are the names of the two? The One of them was for the end of the world. Oh, and end of, yeah, end of something. It was like the apocalypse is coming. Uh-huh. and then End the, of days. Or the, yeah, end of days. Something like that. And then the last one was, um, was that with the ugly people? Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, Butterface. Butterface. Yeah, Butterface. Yeah. And so, have you ever worked with a Butterface? <clears throat> I worked with a Butterface. I didn't know that was a thing until she started working with me, and they're like, "Oh yeah, she's Butterface." I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, I've heard that phrase for a while. Everything's good. Butterface. You know what I? You know what I also <laughs> just heard yesterday? Huh? That Selena's family is a Jehovah's Witness, and that's the reason she died is because they didn't want to. Um, they she couldn't get blood because of their religion, and th- the dad basically said no. That she can't get any blood because she's because they're Jehovah's with Jehovah's Witnesses, and I don't think she was, and she ended up dying because of it. Whoa! I just found that out, and I got Is that re- real? I, yeah, yeah, because a couple of people told me about it. I think it's a thing if you look it up. That it's a thing, and um, his and and the whole like Chris couldn't do anything about it for some reason. I don't know. I guess he had legal things about it, but she died on the table because she couldn't get any blood. So she could have lived if they would have given her blood. Blood transfusion. 
and I got so mad, uh, like all over again. All I was reliving again. it. Yeah. Reliving. Oh, it pissed me off so bad, dude. Reliving our childhood. Yes. Because yeah. you imagine she could be alive now, producing like amazing shit. Oh yeah. If you would have just given her blood. Girl, we are all over the place. This podcast. It's okay. I don't it's okay. Care. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's my the, show, the bitch. Love it. If you don't fucking like it, <laughs> fuck out my show. I need to okay, stop cussing it. Okay, ah! Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, you know I'm a bear. You know I came to fight. You're gonna poke the bear. I'm gonna come chase you. Oh my god, talking like trade over here. <laughs> I'm <not> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what do you think of the commercials? Okay, let's start with the first one, uh, Fibster, um, for compulsive liars. Dusty stood out the most out mm-hmm. of all of it. I think that was the best one out of Fibster, and also. Um, he in in the little com- like the little commentary parts where they start talking. I never noticed it till this episode, and maybe it was just because he was kind of live- reliving the memories. He had a lot of like a lot behind his eyes, like he was like Depth. like yeah, well, it was like com- like he was a complicated person, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of issues that they just were just pouring out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. And in that part where he was talking about how he was getting to those camps, you know, and I was like. Ooh, he still has like a lot of issues with that. Like, and I was like, oh, I want like it. It also seemed like crazy is a strong word, but it, it also like felt like he was a little off, you mm-hmm. know, from it. Like it affected him deeply, mm-hmm. and he still hasn't quite gone over it. So I saw that, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't know. It. But his boyfriend was cute, girl. Mm-hmm. They were both yeah. gorgeous. I'm glad he's happy now and uh, yeah. going through all that. Yeah, he did a great job. He gave Bullshit. a he gave a little like um, exorcist moment mm-hmm. in the little thingy, yeah. and that was the funniest part for me in that one. But for the other two, I was like, bye. Yeah. And who was the leader for this one? This one was... Was it Asia? Uh, no, Mo- Monet. It was Monet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she was She was like, oh, action. Yeah, yeah, and her, she was like her directing face. herself. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, no. That's <laughs> oh, that was Monique. Monique. Yeah, right. Monet. You haul. Calm the fuck down. You are. You are. <laughs> get your name. Get they, your black people straight, girl. <laughs> they have similar styles. They do. They Yeah, I, I totally mix. And their names kind of like yeah, yeah. Monet, Monique, Hart. Yeah. And yeah, I get it. Um, and so the next one is the end of the, the world one, which is this one I thought was the best, the end of the world one. The most cohesive for sure. And because of, again, Blair St. Clair, out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, apparently not out of nowhere anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she's coming out and she's slaying the children. You know, I was thinking about that today because I, like, um, I was watching the episode and there was moments when RuPaul was talking and she was kind of getting excited when he would say the word old mm-hmm. or theater. Like he, he would get really excited about those moments and just based on what he's been bringing to the runway, he's got a very dated look. I love it though. It's like, like it's, you know how some people have a dated look, but they modernize it with like 2018. Like he's still stuck in a certain era that I don't know if it'll carry him the entire way through the episode. I love it. I don't, I mean, even based off that really like goth look that she came with the first episode. But that's also she just something she didn't bring. They had to make that. Yeah. Well, that know? shows that she can she can translate her style. Right? Nah. We'll see. I think, I, I mean, I think she, she is the one of the ones that I did not expect coming in to be coming in this strong. I think her time is... It's gonna be short lived. It's like I think it's about really? to be. Yeah, the next few episodes, I think she might be gone. Wow. I just feel it. I just because there's no. something about her that she hasn't really impressed. Like when it comes towards like the theater parts, even with this acting, like, it was good. It was all right. It wasn't great. And then her dancing number when she did on the episode two, like oh my god, it was like horrible. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, you know? she was bad. And so dancer. just based on those two performances, I'm like, okay, she's like a a good queen, but I don't think she has what it takes to carry her to top three. Like she's good on the runway. Like one of those. 
She doesn't have a good walk either. No. I think she has a good clean yeah. classic walk. Yeah. It's very slow. It's very just like yeah. There's nothing know. exciting and alluring about her. It's you almost know? like I would uh. She's like the Michelle of the group. You know, a solid um like performer. She blends in well with the the top people, but she's not someone that will carry <laughs> like, the group. What the fuck are you talking about, Destiny's Child? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you thought I was talking about Michelle Visage? Uh, well, no, I, I was just like, what the fuck are you, Michelle, the book group? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she's going to surprise, keep surprising us. Okay. I think she, I don't know. I feel like maybe she should have even won this episode just based off her performance in that alone. Her, her look kind of made her win. Which, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Oh, I like, okay. So the, <laughs> the third one is the uh, Butterface one, which um, Asia O'Hara stole with her Butterface look. And that's the only thing I remember about that one. I'm pretty sure they did just said the exact same thing. I think we really, I think we're mixing up things. No, the Butterface is the yeah. Asia O'Hara one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm the, mixing up that, things. Yeah. That was the face one that was like sold like the whole that, that was the best thing out of that part. Was when she when her face was all yeah. fucked up. That was uh Monet Exchange. Yeah. She was the leader See, of that one. Mayhem should have taken some notes from from that because she didn't do, she didn't say a word, but her, her face said like a lot and it got her to the top. And then Mayhem Miller didn't give anything on hers. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I didn't have any lines. And I was like, well, you don't need lines because there's a queen here that just proved she didn't need lines to stand out, you know? That's true. But then they had that whole thing where Cameron Michaels was like, let me be the narrator because I wrote most of it anyways. This is with Monique um, Hart's group, mm-hmm. um, and which is where Mayhem got lost, which they show, we saw more during the rehearsal and then it was actually put in the final commercial of mm-hmm. mayhem because mm-hmm. <laughs> she suddenly <laughs> appeared in the commercial for two <laughs> seconds and disappeared out of nowhere i didn't get what was going on i had to yeah. have my friends There's explain to me what it was yeah There's it was so horrible and i was thinking that's the fibster one that was yeah and what i didn't moments. like about that was that she she basically tried to blame put the blame on monique and monique did everything in my opinion correctly as a leader she gave her the option and mayhem never spoke up Mm-hmm. She and when Mayhem didn't know what to, what was going to happen after her scene, like she Monique spoke up and she like basically saved her ass from looking like a dumbass because she's like, oh, she's such she micromanages. I was like, no, she doesn't. She's leading, mm-hmm. and she's giving you the option to step up, and you're just not stepping up. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was one of those weird. I feel like we didn't excuse me get to see enough backstage to really know about. We didn't get. There's not enough time to see all that, and so when that became like a thing, of of her, you know, oh, I just want to play, you know, like play nice, and you're the leader. I didn't really see much of that as the episode was going, and then it sort of like came up at the end for me. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I don't know. I just th- that was a weird argument that came out of nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that, does that make sense? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just, it, it, yeah, it also it felt half-assed, sort of like a half-assed excuse. Oh my god! I just saw your shirt, High Anxiety, in the yeah. Stranger Things logo. That's so cute. Yeah, it's a song uh, by Alt J. Uh, I went to go see Alt J with my friend Bear. Shout out to Bear. I love you. Um, 
and I saw this on there, and I was like, oh my god, if that is not me that on that is shirt, like you to the I mean exactly. <laughs> like this bitch has the text from the other night when I was having a panic attack. I, <laughs> girl, you had me up all fucking night dude, not responding back to my fucking text, dude, bitch. Oh. Back to the show. Back to the show. Okay, so yeah, I mean that. While they're all like the major things happening in the show, there's much more important things I want to talk about, or much more juicy things I want to talk about. Um, so let's get to the runway. Yeah, yeah. So uh, boot by the whole episode, all the challenges I've given. Oh wait, it, like, let me get your opinion. C. Let me get your opinion about the yeah, best drag damn. runway. What was your overall overall take on episodes two? Since you didn't get to give me an overall take of that, oh. what did you think about it? Because a lot of people did not like the runway or think it was best drag at well, all. Yeah, best drag. Vixen was a hot booboo mess, which I totally agree with Aquaria with that fucking hair and that whole look. It just was not good for me. Um, but I loved Aquaria's look. That green and black yes. look was sickening. That was so good. Um, what was another one? I really liked, um, which is an old thing, but I really liked, it wasn't her best drag, which is, you know, I'll, I'll call her on that, but I loved Eureka's look. You know, it, was cute. it wasn't her best track. It was cute. The way that the, I believe it was the the pink on the outside and the blue on the inside. Um, I love when the it's you know the most most people do that you know to to give more of a shape. The way the blue, whoever made that for her, perfection. It looked amazing on her. I think. And then who else did I like? Mayhem did her what traditional like gown I think right. Mayhem was so boring. A lot of so it was boring. so boring. Yeah, I mean, I think the she only has one not really... Been, she has not been impressing really. me at all with her gowns, at all. I'm just like, mm -hmm. girl, come on. Yeah. You've been you've been saving up for 10 years. Yeah. That runway was a... Mm, eh, like a C, maybe. Yeah. There was like two that stood out for me, and I was like, yes. What did you like? Uh, Aquarius, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only one I can remember right now. Um, I did enjoy the Vixens look. I thought it was it. It kind of reminded me of Asha's first attempt to the um, fire. Yeah, hop of a mess. <laughs> yeah, like it, it needed some finessing. Yeah. Um, but the idea was really cute. Um, and there was another one I just can't fucking think of to save my life. That's so long ago. Yeah. So it feels like that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're talking about like this this week's episode though. Okay, so this week, the runway is feathers, 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 mm -hmm. feathers, feathers, and. The ones that did really well did really, I mean, oh my God. Some of these were amazing. Are we going to agree on the top? Ready? On the count, on the count of three, we both say the one that we're going to, on three, like one, two, and then say it. Ready? Okay. Or three. The top look? Yeah. Two. Cameron. Michaels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it for you. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, she came out like Final Fantasy realness. <sighs> I it thought about was, Final Fantasy uh, eight with uh, Sorceress. Uh, what's her uh, name? Adi is it Adia? God. The one with the black? And then I feel like that was like her daughter. I mean, it was like Studio Ghibli. Like it was just like everything. It was just like. Did you see this coming? No, I did not see this coming. Because no, her last one with so, the butterflies was like, ooh. What did she wear the second episode? The weird butterfly pussy thing that went across her head. She tried to do like this fern gully realness. Oh. And it didn't quite, she didn't quite land the mark. She did, like it was then horrible, but uh -huh. it's also like you could have used a lot more butterflies. It could have been a lot more, it didn't, could have looked less cheap. And mm -hmm. it was like, she looked a little bit manly still. But this one, she like transformed herself completely. I was like, oh my God. This is it beautiful. was amazing. It was so, I mean, Wow just so good uh easily the top look of the week in my opinion probably the top look of the season so far so far yeah. and a lot of people liked 
And she who she went on to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Monique, saved her ass, girl. That shit saved what? her motherfucking ass. Oh, Karen Michaels? Yes. That look saved her from lip syncing. Okay, so we'll talk about... So the tops... So the actual tops that the, that the, the show picked, um, or RuPaul picked, are... Um, Cameron? No, no, she's in the bottom. Oh, yeah, you mean the, top, the tops. tops. Top. Okay. Yeah, the tops are um, Asia O'Hara mm-hmm. and... I wrote it down if you want me to put it. Um, Eureka, I believe. Yeah, because yep. Eureka did and good Blair. job. And Blair. And then the bottom. Because were... Eureka had the, yeah, the, the purse slap. Yeah, she was really funny. Oh, I yeah. like I like how the the, the editors were so shady. She's like, I'm ready to hit another bitch and then yeah. go straight to the big sin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. I wonder what they're trying to say for later. You know, if that's mm-hmm. like a little foreshadowing they're giving to us, you know? Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, that's right. Eureka did do very well. Um Yes, yeah, so those are the tops. Uh, oh my god, I love Eureka's look as well. It was cute. The all black cute. feathers and the, the way, I thought it was. I thought it, she killed it with the loaf. Oh, with the hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so tired of those scenes that they're so ugly. Oh, and it and it ruined it ruined the whole fucking dress well, for me. What kind of hair would you put for that dress then? I, I probably would do something very similar to like the violet, where she kind of made the crown, but you would probably do like something that would go into the dress. Like maybe the hair would have been the feathers in the back. Something that would just feel like you're part of the dress because it was just so tight and form-fitting. Mm-hmm. It looked like she was the dress. Yeah. Or just, I don't know, something a little bit more wicked and less fucking like, ugh. Like, I don't even know what, how to explain that loaf. I liked Aquarius look a lot as well with the, with the arrows and the white. That was a good concept. That told the story. She could have executed it a little bit better. Yeah, the part, some parts look a little cheap, mm-hmm. um, but I thought it was a great look. The one who I did not like. Did you like Monique's where she did almost like that little wing phoenix, gold phoenix, she, the way she described it, you know? The white with the gold? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was, it was good. Yeah. The, the, the top part, I mean, that's one of the ones that had very extravagant, that, that top piece with the white feathers going into mm-hmm. the gold was gorgeous. Blair had that very, uh, I liked Blair's a lot, actually. Um, it was just like that dress with the feathers sort of like dangling down. It was very like... Fitting, it reminds me. It, it looked, it looked like you stuck glue on your body and then tossed a chicken in the fucking fan and it just blew all over the fucking dress. I thought it was gorgeous, but yeah, that's what a lot of the, that's what a lot of reception was to that one. It wasn't horrible, but also like it's whenever you see her face, you expect the dress just to have this. You know when Beyonce d- did that tour when she had that feather dress in the bottom. You know she had like that beautiful gown. With feathers in the bottom. Okay, but Beyonce has millions of. But dollars what I'm saying is, like, it, based on the 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 beat you have, like that dress should have been a lot more refined and elegant. I thought it was gorgeous. Because I think if she would have done a, a less classic um, hairdo, yeah, like if it had been like style. more cooler and looser, and she would have seemed hipper, like if she would have just done a little bit more aquaria on the on top of her head, like got that vibe, mm-hmm. then her look would have changed completely, and I I felt it would have felt a little bit. It would have matched. Mm-hmm. I think her hair threw her dress off. Okay, a lot of people like a lot of people online like the Vixens. Mm. Did you like it? No, I thought it was ugly. The Peacock was not. I have not good. liked I did any not of like her fashion. I love the way she did the swoop with like the. That got on my nerves. No, well, that I was I was like, ooh, girl, work, work that <laughs> work that ugly ass dress, girl. <laughs> um, that looked real cute. Um, a lot of people loved it and were gagging on it. Really? I, like from what I saw online. Ooh, I was not God. into it. I wasn't into it either. <laughs> ah, and then uh, the last one was Miss Cracker, uh, who didn't impress me this week at all, really. What did she wear? She had the blue on, the blue feathers, and had oh, like I that little it. cage sort of in the bottom. The cage looked cheap. 
which which it looked glued on. Vanjie did better, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought it was hers, but I'm like, no, that looks too cheap, though. What's up with it? it yeah, like, it needed to come out more. Yeah, like Vanjie's did. Why? 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 why she you hasn't. Trying? She hasn't been letting me down though. Like, that hasn't been look, consistent. Yeah. yeah, that hasn't been a look. I'm like, oh girl, that's disgusting. What the fuck are you thinking? It's always been like, ooh, okay. But well, where's the next one? Like, it's yeah. it's gotten my attention, but never kept it for long. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have gotten rid of the cage completely. If I was her, uh, I liked the little gold accent. Might have done something different. Yeah, gold, with the gold accent, accent was cute. Yes, yeah. but not that. With not with the fat. Um, and so the bottoms are. Oh no no we still we still talk about also um, mayhem Carmen. Well, no, and we still have to talk about Asia O'Hara. She came out in that the Tweety Bird the Tweety Bird thing. What did you think about that? I was not as excited as everyone else was. Apparently, me either. I it even like, got like top two to the week on uh, on the fashion photo review. Yeah, with Raja Bruder, and it got top Raven. two to the week. Oh my god, are those her natural teeth? No, oh, I don't know. Um, I it was cute, but it was. I think her perf- her performance is why she won. I yeah. think, but every, people seem to love that gown. They thought it was awesome. I thought it was cute. I thought it looked great. It's a great like, listen. If that comes look. out of OCH, I'm going to be gagging because most of the people that come out of OCH aren't creative like that. Yeah, and so if that's coming out of that bar, I'm just like, yes, bitch. But on the TV show, I'm like, yes, bitch. I like. I didn't like the maybe? Tweety Bird aspect of it. Yeah, I think it's what it was. I didn't like the eyes, but but I loved the the shape. It was just so big, mm-hmm. and, and I liked all of that. Um, maybe also just all that yellow. Yellow is not my favorite color. Like yellow is real <laughs> low on the list of colors you will see in my everyday life anywhere. I'm just not big, so I could also be that. What it, it was you cute. Think, you concept. think it would have been? It'll, it'll, it would have had the same effect if you would have done like a plum purplish color, and gotten rid of the eyes. No, because then it would look too heavy. It looked mm. light and feathery because of the yellow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like a mm. darker, deeper color would have been, like pink would have been a little too much. I think. I mean, I think it's the right color and everything for what she did. Um, and she won, and good yeah. for her. I mean, she definitely with. Three seconds of screen time, one the whole fucking week. Yeah. And the challenge and her dress, obviously the judges loved it and and so did a lot of people on social media. Real and- quick before you finish this thought, I just remembered that and since you didn't come last episode, that she was being very mean to Eureka and just always like short and almost oh, like a bully. Yes. So so after that episode and coming into this one, I'm like, I kinda didn't really like Asia yeah. um that much anymore. And I and that's like a Texas Queen. So it's like, girl, you're kind of representing for the Texas Queens. Yeah. And coming uh, like from like Cynthia, who's like really nice to you, it's like, oh girl, mm-hmm. you're gonna be the first thing people think of now because you're the most current season about what queens are like in Texas, like based off of the show. And I'm just like, that's not I don't think so. You don't think so? No, only because or maybe that's a maybe it's just like a Dallas thing, because that bitch is from Dallas. Oof. Ask anyone from Texas. <laughs> Where are you I had, from, I Dallas? Had, I had a table come in and I was serving them, and they go and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're from Dallas." We were just trying to, and I and I instantly I was like, "Ooh, yeah," ooh. and and they saw it, and I was like, "Oh, oh, I just um, lost my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone's re- everyone yeah. in Austin's reaction is, "Where are you from, <laughs> Dallas?" Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> right just like yeah. sort of slowly creep away um uh, yeah she's a she was you know saying eureka was annoying and all that and i can see eureka but also i like that eureka wouldn't stop either i like that eureka was sort of bantering with her in during that second yeah. episode 
That's one, yeah, so, that's one thing you say about Eureka. She knows how to like defend herself and speak up for herself. Mm-hmm. Something also Mayhem should take note of as well, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought Mayhem would gonna, was going to have a stronger personality. You thought so? Yeah, well, she's so seasoned. She, she you know, she comes from, you know, Detox and Delta, all these queens who... She was very confident in the first episode, too. Some This episode with her, something happened within the last episode in this one because she she's was... She's overthinking him. No, well, that, yeah, also, but she was not present. There was something about her that was just, her mind was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't, you know, thinking about, like, the wind. She was, like, she, like, she wasn't in the show. I don't know where she was. This week. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened. Do you, like, I don't, and I would like to know what happened during, like, backstage. Maybe she fought with somebody. I don't think you, know? you I, I don't know. I Also, and we'll get it. I'm saving this for the end, but we'll get into it. You know, I imagine a lot of these queens are, you know, in their head. Um, and now, you know, they're episode three. So so it's also, you know, we're getting rid of the weaker queens now. You know, the first three or four episodes are your weak, you know, the, you know, you know, and then, and then you start getting into the queens who are really meant for this and, and sustainable and the ones who came with that oomph to really, really win. And she, there's a lot, you know, emotionally there with her, you know, applied since season one. This is what she's wanted. It was the whole, you know, storyline of the very first episode, essentially, um, was how bad she's wanted to be on the show. And so I think she's getting into her head. And I also think that there is a very toxic environment in the workroom this season. Mm, yeah. With the, like you mentioned, the Asia O'Hara and Eureka, with the, the Vixen uh, with, with the everybody. Vixen and fucking anyone and everyone. And so I think also that doesn't help. Like when you're in the workroom trying to be creative or trying to do stuff. Uh, but granted, like they weren't, none of them were on her team, really. You know, she was with uh, Monique Hart, who's, but, but, it just feels there's like a lot of tension in that workroom, and I think we're going to see more and more of that. It's just going to get kind of uglier, which is which is what we've wanted. You know, we've wanted the queens to get. We want to see the drama, but I think I also see that the might drama. Be but I, I also want to see it like there is an art to being a catty drag queen, yeah, as opposed to just being some nasty bitch on TV, which we'll get into. Yeah, but that's the thing is with especially with like with the like with certain like the there's drama, right? I feel like. The drama that I like to see is I still know that after like the next day they're gonna come together and they'll be like, girl, just it was nothing. It was a thing. Or it, it might not be super serious outside of the show when yeah. it's gone. But with the vixen, I with that and the drama and just the negativity she brings to the show, I feel like that takes it to a different level to where like it's serious, girl. This shit's gonna go down. Like you better buck up or get the fuck out. <laughs> Which I'm, I want to get into all that for sure. I have a lot to say about that. Actually, say it, girl. Well, I, well, I want to wrap up the episode. Then I want to go into untalked. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, the other bottom. So mayhem. Yeah, she was in the bottom, and the other two were um, Cameron Michaels. Sorry, she's like Vixen's rubbing off on me. I'm like, I know. Really? I know. <laughs> we're about to get into it too because well, well, it brought in this whole narrative, and there's been a lot of stuff online and and stuff that I want to. I really want to get into because I think it's. You know, it's it's important, but I think there's also I don't know, we'll get into it. Okay, so it's Karen Michaels and uh Yua with that ugly red dress with the with the fucking uh feathers everywhere. Remember the ones coming out the back? The black? Her shit was what? That was Whack. like that was like a Whack. wannabe Eureka. Like, I'd be like, "Well, it's my culture." That was like, I'd be like, "Bitch, no." Be- she put on Eureka's dress and her shoes. <laughs> like, she was her mama. She's like, "Mom, look, I'm pretty." It, yeah, it was just it was really strange, and the hair was not good at all either. 
She just got, she's been lost since she got there, if you ask me. Uh, Yehua Hamasaki has just been sort of floating uh, around the bottom since episode one. And this episode showed that she, you know, she, so she was in the bottom. And really, performance, I mean, it should have been Cameron Michaels versus Miss Hamasaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Hamasaki. I like it. Miss Hamasaki. It should have been them two in the bottom. If we're being honest, yeah, but that Cameron Michaels runway. Well, well, no, I, I think mean, Mayhem, no matter what, should have been in the bottom because Mayhem's fucking look was atrocious, girl. Would you like a different color? No, or just in no, general? nothing. The face didn't match the dress. The dress. So here's the thing with um with like black I didn't and think pink. It was that bad. Um, a lot of um like fashion companies when they make cheap clothes, what they do uh, um, is they'll mix in that hot pink and black mm-hmm. to make it seem a little bit elevated mm-hmm. and a little bit cooler and um, um, less cheap. It's a look. Yeah, and but what it actually does look is very cheap. cheap. And mm-hmm. so like the the colors together and the sh- and the shape of the dress, I'm just like bored, girl. Like what, bring me something different. I'm tired of this. What if she had done it all? Um, white or bl- white with the gold accent, something, you know, more like heavenly looking. Or Yeah, if she would have done... Like, you know, like, I think the dress was nice, but I, I get what you're saying about I, color scheme. If it was like a, an emerald, you know, like where it was Ooh. just like a solid deep green that mm-hmm. looked like a jewel, and then she'd done something like maybe like a, a wet slip back uh, hair that went all the way down to her neck mm-hmm. or her ankles, mm-hmm. like something more conceptual, mm-hmm. and it probably would have worked. But with that black, pink, and that lame-ass fucking um, head and, and like makeup she did, no, did not work. And those eyes... Like no, I can get into the eyes, which they definitely worked for the lip sync. I will say, yeah, that's only, that's what I mean, that's one of the things that helped her win. Which is why I've always liked her lip sync because of her eyes. I showed that one where she's doing like the eye blinks, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, well, well maybe we'll see. <laughs> I, the, everything she does with her eyes, lip sync wise, from what I've seen, you know, and watching her videos over the years, um, this was the perfect song to bring it out on. Um, but yeah, so what saved Cameron was was the dress, and so we get you know Miss Hamasaki and. Mayhem, but I already know Mayhem's gonna win only because I've seen her lip sync and I don't know. I saw some of um, Yuhua's stuff online, and it was your basic like Nicki Minaj stuff. Nothing, you know, t- nothing. I think it, uh, there's a a lot can be said about a queen when it comes to their song choices, when it comes to their their you know their choreography and all that. And everything I did see, um, you know, with Miss Hamasaki online was you know. Sort of just your basic run of the mill. Yeah, she didn't find it at any bar. Really, yeah, she didn't impress in the first episode when they did the runway. So I wasn't expecting a lot from her. Mm -hmm. Um, But but person that didn't quite understand the song, like the emotion of the song, where she kept on doing the the air guitar like three times. I was like, girl, one was enough. And at this point. Splits are no longer impressive, girl. Mm. Unless you're unless you're jumping from a motherfucking building, like Lady Aja. Or that one girl from that one video where she's the Wonder Woman coming from the fucking ceiling. It is not impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think she did that to like help save herself. It's like, no, girl, you have to do something more than a split now these days. We're in episode season 10, episode 3. Like, no, bitch. Yeah. Like, bring something else. Yeah. And I don't like when the girls do the splits, but you can tell they're not really flexible enough for them because their knees bend all weird. And she was in those white tights that mm. did not look <laughs> good. And her toes were like flexed up. It just was not a good split. Messy. Her whole but lip sync was messy. Mayhem girl. did great, though. It was all in the face. I loved the pulling feathers at the end. I thought that was a nice little trick. 
Um, I don't know if it was on purpose, but when she ripped off that black thing and ripped it off, she ended the song with like one like feather, like right here, a black feather. In her mouth? Yeah. And I don't know if she like bit it off and ripped it, but the way, way it looked, like that black feather right there at the end, I See, liked it a lot. Seeing that lip sync, because Mayhem was like, I want these bitches in the back to know. No, yeah. Do you think <clears throat> any of them are scared after seeing this, ep- this lip sync from her? Well, I think they're thinking, okay, she's a strong lip syncer and she knows what she's doing. She knows how to interpret a song. Okay. Because she did what was needed for the song. If she would have come out and busted, you know, with all the shit, you know, Miss Hamasaki had, it would have been whack. <clears throat> that's not what the song is. That's not what Courtney Love is. You know, mm-hmm. that's not what. Did you see RuPaul's is, you faces know? with Courtney Love when she was speaking? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was not having it. Like, he was like, okay, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we wrap this shit up? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck uh, booked her? Like, why yeah. is she here? <laughs> so, Miss um, Hamasaki goes home. I'm a little sad just because I love it. You know, I'm sure she had some beautiful things made beforehand that probably would have looked amazing on the runway. Well, girl, she says she did. She had better shit in the closet. She just never brought it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She did so bad during the act challenge, she should have come with something. Bitch, even if it wasn't feathers, I would have been like, fuck it. I'm coming out. She should have put like one feather in her vagina and like come out of that. Like like a whole Valentina moment, but with a feather. Bitch, just come out and like lay an egg on stage. (laughs) Like boom, <laughs> butt ass naked. Um, Could you imagine if she would have laid a fucking egg? Just butt ass naked. I mean, yeah, that was not. But anyways, so I'm, I'm sure she has great things, and uh, you know, and I'm sure she'll. You think she's gonna be around for a while in, in the fandom? No. You think she's gonna get a little yeah. lost? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like one of those things where it's com- almost like James James Mansfield where. You remember them when someone brings them up, but they're never in the forefront of your mind. I even forgot she was in this episode until I realized she was a lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's like, you're not going to remember her, Yeah, you know? But if you see her face, oh, yeah, you're that one from that one season. Yeah, Miss Hamasaki. The Korean that didn't, but wasn't good, the, you know, like the, yeah. or not the Korean, but the Chinese, like the Asian that wasn't good, you mm-hmm. know? Because also, um, it's like, I think all the all the um, Asians that they mentioned were very strong, except... Manila. Yeah. They've I mean, always Fifi been huge O'Hara. competitors, right? Jiggly Caliente, like a lot of them have been. Um, you could probably say all of them except for Yua. I mean, you, yeah, you who are Yua? Because then there's Kim Chi. Kim Chi, Gia Gun. Yeah. Oh, Gia Gun. Feel like pussy, feel ah. like a. I love you, Gia Gun. I don't know why you, but I love some Gia Gun. That's a bad bitch, girl. I love Gia Gun. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but I wish all the best, though, if she comes around. Yeah, she's there. I'll see yeah. her. I'm uh, not gonna like drive out to. Oh butter. yeah. See, I loved uh, what I loved about her was her personality. That she knew how to joke with people. She knew how to fun, and also like there was something about her that was very playful, mm-hmm. even when she was being kind of serious. You know, she did seem like a little bit airhead, like a little bit. I'm know? sure she's really great, like in the dressing room with all the girls. Yeah, and getting ready. I'm sure she's a lot of fun. Apparently, she makes a lot of gowns for a lot of queens. Yeah. And by the way, she put together that you know the red her walk-in dress that she made. That was what that was one of my favorite entrance mm-hmm. looks. That red look with the umbrella and everything. Um, if that's an indication, I'm sure she's going to be a queen. And that, you know, if you see her at your, at your local bar, she's going to have something really awesome on. She's she might she might be like one of those queens that isn't in like in the in the isn't in the news in the, the drag news isn't like people aren't talking about. But whenever she shows up, like she has like you're like oh she has like that that career that you don't even like you don't even know like it's a big career but just never gets talked about she's probably gonna end up like I, there's a few queens that who's the one that, there's one that does like wigs for almost all of them like and she makes so much money just making wigs for queens um i want to say that it is mariah balenciaga but i'm not sure 
but I can see her becoming having being super successful just by you know making gowns for herself, and then of course making gowns for queens. I could see all queens wanting to be like, please dress me, yeah. please make my gowns. I could see her getting booked a lot too because I feel like she seems like someone who's professional. Ooh. And that she's going to show up at her gig. She's going to do her number. She's going to be solid. And people know they could depend on her. Mm-hmm. And there's, and she's going to have a career because she's very dependable and nice. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, bye, bye you. Uh, yeah, bye. I hope she's Mayhem here, gets here. out of her head. Yeah. I, I don't. I want to see her go. I don't no. think she's bringing anything interesting. Uh, she's not bringing... She's not, she doesn't have a presence in, in the season. There's, like, nothing about her that's entertaining for me. I mean, guess we'll see. So you're so you're saying you uh, came this past Sunday? Yeah, she was here third, and so it was or, it was all in order. Or she's coming this Sunday, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So far, it's been in the order of the eliminated. Uh, Ban- Banji was Ms. here. Was yeah, Miss Banji was here, and then um, the Car- Kardashian. Kardashian was here. Yuha's here, and then Mayhem Miller's coming. Oh, we'll see. I hope not. Fingers crossed. Oh, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, Okay, so let's get into like the real gag of this whole episode yeah. and everything that sort of sparked this debate online. So, what's this debate going online? Because I haven't been looking. Like, okay. I I unfollowed her because I couldn't deal with how much of a bully and just like, oh my god, it's just an angry person on there. Um, my, Josh from the one that well, from the second episode, he said that the one of the reasons that she is this mean is that she's very insecure in 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 the workroom. That there's something she's insecure person. And that's how she's. That's how it's coming out as that like negativity mm-hmm. and bully. Yeah, oftentimes you know, it's a classic trope of the bully in school, who has you know the, whether it's you know a bad life at home or something or there they have um, body issues. You know, there's always you know something underlying. People are so defensive in the way that she's being, because really it's it's more. So in this case, it's it's okay. So let's break it down. So. The first thing she does is calling out Aquaria from the workroom, right? And at the beginning of episode two. And to me, this is her playing the game already and trying to get into Aquaria's head because she knows Aquaria's competition. Aquaria, you know, she probably knew who this bitch was coming into the, you know, when she saw her on the list and they arrived that day. She probably was like, okay, fuck, this girl's going to be competition. Like, she's a huge queen of New York City, apparently, you know, tons of followers. Anyone who's drag apparently knows who Aquaria is, you know. And so she automatically started calling her out. And then, you know, Aquaria just sort of walks away from the whole thing. And she's, you know, still egging her on. Like, why are you walking away? Why are you walking away? She's like, just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, this is between Cracker and I. Like, why the fuck are you even talking about it? Like, you're just doing it to, which I get, you make TV good. You know, we all love dramatic TV. But then it sort of it goes on into this episode. It, but it's more than just like you give. It's more than being an instigator. There's mm-hmm. something about that that isn't just like. There's something very. I don't even. I can't even explain it. There's just something really bad about it. Something really gross about it. Yeah. And so this episode, Aquaria decides to, I guess, poke back a little bit because of what she did at the, in episode two, and basically tells her basically, oh, it's obvious that the runaways aren't being considered. Because you would have never won with that look. If we're being serious, you know, with your performance and with that runway, that runway was awful. She basically talking about the red hair and the red dress. And so, of course, she claps back. And then you can you can see where Aquaria, you know, I don't, I don't know if you saw, but you can see where Aquaria sort of like 
is like, okay, girl, calm down a little bit. Like, yeah. like we're just doing makeup and, and you know, and, and she's like over here, like, yes. I, and she just like, but also it was like, not so, the bear just reacting to the poke. Like she was also poking. It's like, she yeah. didn't know when to stop. Exactly. And so, so it all sort of comes to like a head and untucked when basically they sort of, I guess, sort of confront Aquaria in a, in a way that's like, Hey, you're, you know, um, you, you're sort of standoffish or you're not really giving everyone the best attitude type of deal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and this, this Aquaria Vixen things comes to a head and Aquaria says something, Vixen says something, Aquaria says something, Vixen says something even more intense and then Aquaria starts crying. Oh my God. Right. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Look that at, look at that bitch yeah. did not know how to react to what was happening. She instantly like could not think of anything and to she say. Rejected. She was and she that was like her go to. Let me let me yeah. cry and get yeah. the attention off of it. And it was like a fake cry. Like that shit it was, was not real. It definitely that was like whack. that yeah. But then it becomes this, this whole thing where and this is where it becomes like, you know, I'm not trying to take away from anyone's experiences. You know, we don't know what happens. We don't know what it's like to be one of these girls um, who do this. But then she turns into the race thing. You know, she's like, now you're the crying white girl and I'm the angry black woman yelling at the crying little white girl. And I'm just like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, I thought the same thing. Are you kidding me? Like, first of all, like, okay, boo-boo. First of all, would be like, you're a man in a dress. Calm down. It's just drag. But second of all, You're, you're, you're so, you're like, that's going to be the perception now. I'm this angry black woman screaming and yelling at the white girl. And I'm like, girl, you're just an angry person. Like, it doesn't, you're making this about color. Like, you were the one doing that. You know, she's talking about racism within the fandom and how, I guess, people tend to like the queens that are lighter skinned as opposed to queens that are darker skinned, which I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't experience the, the way they experience it. Yeah, you know, we don't I have don't, the fucking chart that breaks down everyone's like popularity and how they're like and how well like, they're they're perceived. Like, we don't have that. It's like scientific, in my opinion. I thought that was bullshit. Like it was stupid. It, well, it's one of the things. Was like it's boo boo. Like you remember? Okay, prime example. I want to bring this up when Aja did the whole like oh um, Linda Evangelista like that whole thing. Um, Valentina could have easily been like. Perra, nobody, you know, she could have gone off like Hispanic woman, typical, like, you know, like thousand miles an hour spitting Spanish words out and acting a damn fool and done your stereotypical crazy Mexican woman. Because what are people, what are, what are crazy, what are crazy Mexican women known for in multimedia? Like Sofia Vergara and <laughs> Modern Family. Yeah. Crazy over the top, saying things in Spanish, raising their voice, being loud and dramatic for everything. Valentina didn't do that because that's not who she is. And because she knew she not to act a fucking mess on TV. So if you want to be screaming and yelling at everyone and everything, then that's on you, boo-boo. If you're the one who mentioned the skin color, it's obviously not because of your skin color. It's not this trope of the angry black woman. You're just an angry fucking person. Yeah. And then it turned to this huge race thing online. And it was just, it, it sort of put like this looming dark shadow over the rest of the season for me. And really with Vixen, like, just put the worst like no boo boo it's not angry black woman it's just you're a fucking nasty you're, person yeah you're a bully yeah you're nasty it's like and i'm not sure if i actually think i don't think it's just for the show like there's so many things like even before anyone was saying anyone was like 
uh, no one was attacking her and she was already aggressive. And, mm-hmm. and then even in the first moment, what, like, what was the fucking point about writing that note of like vixen, the vixen will fight you? Like that oh, made yeah. no sense to me. Like what? Yeah. Like you're already being like aggressive and threatening, and it's not. He hasn't even gotten there. Yeah. And and then you have like, so what's going on? What with this whole? What's going on with this social media? Like, what are people saying? Well, and what like what are their arguments? And what are the comments about Vixen online on the episode? So because I haven't kept up with any of that. So apparently, it's this thing where. Um, and if it is a thing, then it is. I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, you're definitely way more active as far as like going out to see the queens than I am. So, uh, you know, apparently it's a thing where, um, you know, white queens, queens of lighter color are more embraced by the people who watch the show. And this is comments from the people online. Are they saying that? This is that? comments from the drag queens on the show. Oh, okay. Who have been on the show and they've noticed. This hey, season? No, through all various seasons. Okay. Hey, I'm a queen of a certain color. I'm noticing. So, my, my so a wife. lot of the other queens from RuPaul's Drag Race are are part of this conversation. Yes, they're talking. Oh, okay. Aja's been a part of it as well. Okay, uh, talking about how, you know, the f- the people who watch the show tend to embrace. I mean, what to say? White queens over other queens, um, which I first. I mean, if that's what it is, then I don't know. Like, what ca- what came to mind is the Kennedy thing when Kennedy talked about, um, you know, her lines being much smaller. Like, I don't know. I've never been to one of these events where there's multiple queens to be able to judge that. I've, and this is just because also this is who we are. I don't, I don't see those sort of things. I'm just attracted to like personalities. Like whose personality? That's why do you, what do you think Vanjie stole everyone's heart in one episode? Stole the season, really. Oh my God. Because of personality. She was on and vi- I feel like Vanjie would have came for the vixen. the vixen. Yeah. That would have been, oh my God. That would have been scary. And so it's, and so, and then, and now people are like, you know, you can't take that away and even Aquaria has been like, you can't be like, if you're still mad at the Vixen about what she said, da 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 da. And in my, I don't know, in my head, I'm just like, dude, it, it just, it's, it's, I just want her gone. <laughs> it's so just gross to me. And, and it, because, okay, if that's a thing, then it's a thing. You see where this gets like weird because it's a race talk. Suddenly everyone's uncomfortable. I'm but, not uncomfortable. But to me, I'm like, honestly, I just saw someone who likes to fight. And wants to be on the show. And yeah, like you said, not going to be the queen the next day. Like when she looked at her, she was like, then don't fucking like, don't pay attention to me. Do not talk to me. Basically, Tracy tells Aquaria, like, if you don't like it, if you don't like me, if you don't like the way I come, even Miss Cracker tells her like, hey, like not every reaction has to be a 10, like bring it down to a five. Yeah. And then Vixen's response is, no, I'm going to respond how I want to respond. Well, that's on you, boo boo. So if if you look like an angry black if you look like an angry black woman on television, it's because you're just being angry. You know, it's not nothing to do with race. You did pull that out of your ass. The moment you saw Aquaria crying, you pulled that whole commentary out of your ass, in my opinion. And she is. She's just been so like, who's gonna want to book you? Like, who's gonna want to have you at their club if if you're gonna come? Especially if you've been on the show. I can see her being one of those queens that's going to come into the workroom and be like, I am here. I was on Drag Race. All you local queens better fucking move. I'm going to, yeah. you know, it's just all around. I get that she brought up what that is. Apparently it's a thing. It's a thing. And a lot of queens have agreed with it online. But I don't know. It just seems so out of fucking nowhere. See, I, and think, it's just like, I think Aquaria deserved to be called out. 
Because yeah. she's being very conceited, very arrogant in that room. And sometimes that could run people the wrong way. Like, girl, your shit just sinks just as much as mine does. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. You might be pretty, but right now you're not bringing a lot of shit to these fucking a- mm-hmm. these uh, challenges to no. where you can be acting like that. No. And so and and so and she, there are several moments in this episode and last episode where she deserved to call be called out, and there should have been some kind of argument. Should have it escalated as much as it did with the vixen and her. No. Mm-hmm. Did she overreact in a lot of those moments? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did she? Did her cases? Um, did did her case about her being a black angry black woman hold up a little bit? I would say yes, right? Because mm-hmm. um, as a colored person, I imagine being in that room with, uh, especially Aquaria, you're uh, you do have like you're probably already getting, especially from Aquaria, you're probably already getting looked down on because you come from South Chicago, you know. You, well, Chicago's known for drag, right? But like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm the way I'm taking it is like from South Chicago might be like a little bit where it's a little bit like harder to live in, you know, and 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 probably maybe queer been there before, and she probably knows where she comes from. She's like, oh, you're from there. Like, it's like, oh, you're from Houston. Like, oh, you're from Baytown. We just did that. You're yeah. from Dallas. <laughs> yeah, you're from Dallas. So it, she might already be coming at her in that right, and so. And and so and her being colored, she's probably gone through struggles in her own life where like she automatically has to be defensive. Like when mm-hmm. I come from Baytown, like whenever I walk down the street, like I'm looking into my corners and I, I'm always ready to like po- like get pop off on someone just in case they're about to come for me. Because that's just something that you like where pick you up. come from. Yeah, yeah you up. have to live that way. Like if I would have been born in Austin and living in the suburb- suburbs, I would be walking around all streets like. Like, ain't nothing wrong. Like, I'm not, like, carrying no knife. I'm just, I'm enjoying the day, living life. I'm just stress-free, right? Oh, my God. Hold on. The meta gag of the season. Remember how there was a spider on the show? There is a spider on my fucking microphone <laughs> right now. I'm not and kidding you. And you totally just ruined my fucking Sorry. rant, bitch. <laughs> Go on. Go on. So, yeah. Kill she, it. She, no, it's, it's on, like, it's right here. It's a little baby one. You see it? Oh, my God. That's I'm fucking Cameron in this situation. That, that's what Saint Aquaria. That's what Aquaria's ass for fixing beating her yeah. ass. Through. Anyways, okay, so 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 she grew. You think maybe she grew up? I think she to, has a, a certain hardness that needs to be like it's like with malachite. With malachite, it's this rock that's very poisonous unless it's polished. It's poisonous to you unless you polish it. I think she has some polishing to do. I I think, I think she is a very angry person that needs to take some kind of like anger management or needs to at least think about what she's saying before she says it because she knows she's instinctively going to go to like fucking 100 or she should be at 10. Mm -hmm. Like she should not be acting like that. So like maybe like she needs to be, maybe she needs to have some work done on herself and she can be, because she's a talented drag queen. Don't get me wrong. She's talented. But that fucking attitude and personality of hers is atrocious. It's gross. It's nasty. And it is not going to get you booked. It is not going to, like, I'm I'm curious to know, like, does she have real friends? You know? Well, apparently she's she, friends with Shay. Okay. But, like, is, is it more of a acquaintance situation? Like, what's, uh, does she have, does she have, a uh, like, a someone she can, does she have support in her and like at, in Chicago, like as in her family know. situation. I mean, you were the one who was knew more about her than I did. Yeah, I was and like, well, on. I didn't know her person. I just knew her through like yeah. social media. But for for that whole comment, like you even mentioned, where she was like an angry black person. I'm like, no, girl, what the fuck? Like, no, no. one's thinking you're an angry black person. Everyone's just thinking you're a nasty <laughs> person. Yeah, and you're just putting, like you said, you're just putting the, the black person into it. Because yeah. no matter what color you would have been, you would have came off the same no matter what. Exactly. And people and. I didn't go there when I first saw her. I was like, "Oh my god!" I like I don't instantly go to like, 
you're an, you're an angry you're being an angry black person right now like mm. my mind doesn't work like that to where i instantly gonna go to that or think that about a, a black person just because they're going angry because a lot of times she, like there are times that people have reasons to be angry mm-hmm. like if you would have just been angry for a reason it would have been fine no one would have said anything you they would have been like oh my god that's an angry black person no they would have they would have just said if she would have pulled that stunt and for a, a really legit reason, Aquaria would have said, I would have been behind her. Mm-hmm. Like, Aquaria was in the wrong. She's being a fucking cunt. You deserve to talk to her like that in every situation. But there was no reason for her to act like that. Mm-hmm. After she's the one who sort of started this whole thing, like poking the bear with the Aquaria and Cracker thing. Yeah, and she's also- She's the one who was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You, you know, with Aquaria. And yeah, and also, that. like, if you're coming already aggressive and getting ready to fight, like that was your. I'm here to fight. Like, if you're already putting that, like, what's the front she's putting up with everyone in the in the in the in the workroom? Is she being like already confrontational without even saying anything? So whenever people approach her, they're already scared or they're or they're already getting defensive as well. well I, like, if I'm gonna approach the vixen, I'm probably already gonna get ready to pop off in my head. Like, I'm ready to fight with her. So like, maybe she should pay attention to like how she's. Being like how she's Perceived coming off, peers, yeah, 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 because that can also affect on how people will, like come at you, how they talk to you, how they don't talk to you, how they, you know, kind of might work around you. Like, ma- there's a lot of internal things she needs to work on because that, right now, I like I literally was like unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. I cannot follow a bully or mm-hmm. someone that ugly to people, and I kind of stop support that. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're done? I think we're gonna see much more of this. As the season goes. Like with her? I think with the Vixen. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, think, I don't see it, like, going I, anywhere. No, I can. And it's one of those things where, girl, you're going to end up like Fifi. Like, there's villains we love to hate. And then there's villains that we just don't like at all. Yeah, you we know? just hate them. We just don't like them. Yeah. It's like, ooh, like, girl. And even Who's, there was a moment where she was talking about, like, Eureka. She kept on rolling her eyes and talking about how she's annoying. She's a scene stealer. Like, this girl does not like competition and she's the most ugly to the biggest competition people yeah. to her mm-hmm. aquaria eureka and anyone else who's the big her, her competition to her she is there to start confrontation and i'm not sure if she's doing it for a mind game like she thinks she's gonna affect their moods or mm-hmm. affect the way they're gonna go on in the competition or maybe they might be scared of her like no one likes if you're using fear to win it's not gonna work i can see her like uh, the one I could see like it really popping off with it would be Monique Hart because she's very outspoken as well, or even like Eureka. I could see them like I, I just think it's gonna get really ugly before it gets better. And there's drama we want to watch on TV, and there's stuff like that that just isn't. Yeah, girl, I don't fun. come. I, I I didn't come to watch Bad Girls Club, girl. I came to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Exactly. Like from the from the I, like I wouldn't doubt it if moving forward we don't see a. I wouldn't doubt it if we, there's two things that are going to happen, in my opinion. Girl, we got to get going. Okay, so, okay, we can, well, whatever. Two things that yeah. are going to happen. She's go, Aquaria's going to just stop, leave it alone, but Vixen's going to keep saying shit, like, under her breath, or, like, gaggling with the other girls about Aquaria while she can hear her. Or two, they're just never going to interact again on the show mm-hmm. at all. I wouldn't. I would, I would stay clear from her. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna make sure you get on the bottom, like not like manipulating or being deceiving or or just like I'm gonna be at the top all the time and make sure you're not winning. Like mm-hmm. I would just 
focus on it and do my thing and just let her be toxic and put herself in the box. Like she's eventually going to be, she's being self-destructive right now. I just see it going downhill from here. Yeah. But yeah, so that was like the gag of the season. No, it was the, the episode and the whole, I mean, all of social media blew up on Reddit. Probably they had to take down threads because people were just being so nasty to, uh, about Vixen and saying things about her, uh, racial things about her, like, you know, just, you know, sort of, People saying things like, you know, those stereotypes for a reason, girl, you know, that cool thing. And you know, I think there's just, a lot of immature uh, fans just, yeah. and they don't know how to communicate over social media just because they don't know how to react. They don't know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't put all that on the Vixen. I put that uh, on most of that is on the immaturity of the people who are on the show because I had an issue with Vixen. But you don't see me going up and being nasty online because I'm not a nasty person and when yeah. I'm not Im- Im- immature. Yeah. So all those things that she's like that is going on, like I'm just like, bye, bitches. Y'all need to grow the fuck up. This show's not that serious. And if you don't like a person, know, it's just if, you don't, if you don't like a person, don't support them. Don't follow them. Leave them the fuck alone. Like you said, leave her the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. And she's only going to, she's only doing negative things to her career and her um, perception. And if you don't just, bye. I don't see how she's able to fix this. From a PR standpoint, not not this year. I don't see how because not even I don't even think Fifi's been able to fix backlash. All Stars two, I think, just made it worse. You know, if she continues on in the in the season, probably not. If she goes soon, probably. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder if she. I wonder if we'll get the ultimate like her popping off on RuPaul or something. <gasps> I doubt I, that. Yeah, yeah. I think she'd be rolled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know all right we gotta go because we yeah our studio time is about to wrap yes. up so we gotta go sorry we couldn't like talk more and elaborate and it was all crazy but thank you so much for tuning in if you did and if you didn't oh hey we gotta say thank you to that person yes. that gave us a great inter- uh, a great um uh, review yeah on itunes and i totally for like they totally did this like a long time ago girl uh let me pull it up i'll just didn't edit they this call part us out. their go-to podcast we love you so much all right, so the review, um, it said the only, this was like the title, the only uh, RuPaul's Drag Race recap to listen to, it was from I Hate Podcast on February 21st, <laughs> 2018. It said, this podcast is so affirming to me as a queer POC. Seriously recommend they keep it real. Thank you so much for that feedback. We appreciate all the reviews. Um, and we try to keep this not so boring because it can get so boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe sometimes we fall in that rut towards just like low energy. But thank you for um Staying tuned in and hopefully you um, continue it. Yeah. We got to go though. Love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Are you ready to start this? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Okay. Welcome to the rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race. I am Eric, your host. I don't normally usually start the show this <laughs> way, but uh, today Anthony is gone and I have my friend Josh. Thank you so much for um, guest hosting today. Um, I have yet to decide whether I respect your opinion on RuPaul's Drag Race, but we will find out shortly after this episode. Are you ready to get into this? Oh, yeah. Bitch, I was born ready. Yes. Okay. So before we get into, uh, like, the main meat of the story, what were your thoughts uh, of the, like, show in general right now in this episode? Yeah. Um, So I thought it was a pretty good episode, but I really don't like a lot of the girls yet, you know? Like they don't really get to shine until there's like five or six of them left. And I'm really bored with a lot of them. Anyone in particular that is kind of rubbing you the wrong way? Um, yes. So Blair Sinclair, uh, I really just, I don't like her at all. She's so plain. Um, and she can't dance at all. And then also the Vixen. I don't know her, 
um, aura is just nasty. <laughs> just <laughs> so hate, go, coming hateful. What yeah. is your definition of a Broadway queen when you think of that? Um, someone who is super good at being theatrical and acting and all that without like fucking sweating when it comes to being theatrical, which I feel like that is such a like, don't ever say that you're a theater queen if you're not going to actually act like one. Like that's just shooting yourself in the foot saying anything like that, I think. And what is it about Vixen that's kind of rubbing you the wrong way on this episode? She is just a freaking trouble starter. She's probably using that to like cover up insecurity. Like, you know, when you're just overly cocky and bitchy to try to like come off as like the best, but it's like, actually, it's just a front to protect yourself, you know? Uh, are there any thoughts on the mini challenge? Because they had to do like this little honky tonk kind of dance off kind of thing. What did you think about the mini challenge itself? Um, okay. I thought it was super cringy, actually. I, I really kind of had like secondhand embarrassment for them. Um, well, the it's a time. quick, it's a quick drag. So yeah. like they only have 20 minutes yeah. to like put a look together. Well, honestly, that's not even what my problem was. I thought they all like did a good job with that, but just, I don't know. The whole thing was weird. And then like with RuPaul and Andy Cohen, like doing a jig at the end, it was weird. I feel like they're not usually <laughs> so weird, but that's probably just me being judgmental of the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Aquaria. Yeah. Uh, she had the hoops in her nose. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite for sure. Because like I would fucking wear that. Like, if I was going to be drag, it would be that. With the fur, I dug the whole thing. All the colors, yes. 100% from Who, head to toe. Yeah. Is that the only one you liked? Um, that was my favorite. Um, I liked the girl with the, uh, the, oh my God, what's her name? The black girl with the um, the pink, the bodysuit. And uh, Michelle said she matched her skin tone really well. Asia. Okay, there we go. Okay, <laughs> I'm putting the puzzle pieces together. Asia, I thought she looked like a, a Barbie doll I had, you know, when I was a child. So I really liked that. And I did not like Eureka's. Really? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. A lot of people from the bar really enjoyed Eureka's. I, myself, enjoyed Eureka's. I thought it was one of my favorites. Yeah, the sketch, like, the way it was written is really weird. And sometimes I feel like it's not always, like, that these girls are doing a good or a bad, or I guess it's not that they're doing a bad job. Sometimes I feel like the cards that they are dealt are just very shitty. Like, how could anyone really make some of these things that amazing, you know? So what did you think about the lip sync? Uh, Well, I definitely thought Eureka should have won. I thought her dance moves were, like, as cute as they could be because that song... uh, I, I don't know if I could dance to that song or like, so I, I feel like Eureka did the best that you could do. Um, and Calorie, she didn't really do much. So I, I definitely thought Eureka deserved it. Exactly. Honestly, Alyssa, thank you for bringing that up. Alyssa was my favorite part of this whole episode, I think, <laughs> because not only did she look amazing, I was trying to peep if she had any back rolls and she did not. Um, like, You're she, like, can I get that diet, please? <laughs> like, she just, I don't know, her look was so beautiful. And it was cool seeing a queen. Has that happened before where a queen came back and, like, d- like did the choreography or, like, helped with, you know, the show in that way? Girl, I don't, I don't girl, remember. You, acting, you asking the wrong queen. That is Anthony's <laughs> gig. I, I, I'm just here for the party. <laughs> I, I have a bad memory, so I usually yeah, throw those, like, towards Anthony. Like, hey, what's uh, that fact? And he can, like, rep- oh, pick it yeah, up real no, quick. that's not my gig. But I don't recall that happening, so that was cool. And I feel like that should happen more often because the, like, fan favorites like her, I would love to see them pop in every now and again without competing again. Yes, I am excited because I think it's going to get better now. You know, um, 
I, I feel like it always takes a couple, like, you know, by the time you get to the third or fourth episode is when it starts to get good because you got to weed out the bad ones. I mean, you know, that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were your thoughts about Vanjie? Do you just think she oh deserved God. to no, stay longer? No, actually, I was upset. Yes, Miss Va- Miss Vanjie should have stayed longer. Absolutely. How long would she have stayed? I don't predict I, I would think she would make it to the middle as well. She kind of reminded me of Aja, honestly. And I love Aja, so I was rooting for her. And I was very surprised that she went home first. Yeah, that was uh, that was a little odd and sad for me, too. Yeah, but that makes me think that it's a little rigged. That was the word I was trying to think of earlier. Like, RuPaul's up to something. I don't know what what she's up to. Girl, but. it's reality TV. Of course it's rigged. It's yeah. not for reals. It's not realsies. Like. I know, but it's just not fair. <laughs> she does. Miss Vanjie deserved longer. Well, you know, that's why whenever these queens come to your town, you go and support them. You yeah. support your local mm-hmm. queens. You support the queens that you love that didn't make it to the, the end of the show. And that way they continue having a career and, and people will book them because if they bring the crowd, then they're going to make the money, you know? Very true. And she turned into a meme, so she's golden. She's fine. <laughs> she made it in life. Yeah, yeah girl, she's got, good. <laughs> girl, she can die happy now. All right, are you ready to wrap this up? Sure, yeah. Okay, you did you have fun? I know it was short and sweet. I did have fun. I really did. Thank you. What was that face? What? No, I did, but okay. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would like to uh, give us a message, you can do that at the rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race at gmail.com. I'm Eric, and this was Josh. Josh, thank you so much for giving me your time to talk about the drag race. You're welcome. And we'll catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. Well, uh, the winners were obviously picked for some specific purpose, unbeknownst to me, because I would have not picked those two. But I love to see them all dancing, and the fact that they're doing a like musical number with so many people leads to so much more potential disaster so it'll be a really good second half of the episode tell me uh who your favorite was and who you thought should have won okay so my favorite was in the mini challenge my favorite was aquaria just because she did the split and it made it look like a dick was going up her ass and it was so fucking hilarious i think she should have been at least in the top for that one Um, but yeah that was my favorite I mean, I love Alyssa, and she's awesome, and uh, I think she's a little crazy and wants them to be a little bigger, but that's her thing and not everybody's thing. But it was good. How do you feel Eureka did? Like, what were you feeling whenever she was going through? Were you expecting that from her? Yes, but I don't like Eureka at all. So. I don't like Eureka at all. Um. I just feel like the last few episodes she's been really annoying and like always trying to like focus his attention on like some drama, like someone's talking about something. He's like, and my mom, I miss her. It's like, shut up. But um, yeah, so I don't like Eureka. Thank you so much. Oh my God, I'm being such an asshole on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. So. I think the Vixen is super stylish. I like her style. I like her aesthetic. Um, I think she has a lot to offer, but she's definitely like a trouble starter, causing some issue, causing some drama. And like, of course, the show needs a little bit of drama, but I don't know if I'm here for it. Do you think she's going to get eliminated? Oh, yeah. I think this episode, there's, she'll be in the bottom two. I think she'll be in the bottom two. She should have been there last week, but she'll for sure be there this week. I thought so, too. Thank you. Yeah. My new favorite person.
Just go ahead and start. I have to say, I, I feel so bad because I love this show, but that was one of the worst runways I've ever seen. Miss Cracker was amazing. Whoever that woman was in the red dress, like she needs to click her heels and go the fuck home because that was horrible. That was so bad, and I feel so bad for saying that, but at the same time, like most everybody was boring, and like this show was better than that, and I was so disappointed. Yeah, that it was not best drag for hardly anybody. That, maybe Miss Cracker, that's about it. What's your name? Jeremiah Wallace. Oh, she gave me the laugh. Thanks, Jeremiah. No problem. Jeremiah? Yeah. I said Jeremiah. I was like, thanks, Jeremiah. That's fine. Jeremiah's fine. Thank you so much. Have a good day. I just want to make sure that Cynthia Lee Fontaine's voice is not interfering with mine. My name is Eddie. Instagram at squids with a Z at the end. Comments on Dusty Ray Bottoms. I think her look was fantastic. I like the mixture of prints that she had, um, the stripes and the polka dot tie that she had, and the subtle polka dot to match her signature look, and also match the gems on the on the outfit completely. I like that. Who did I hate? Um, the one that looks like Bianca Del Rio, but the Asian version. Sorry, I don't remember her name. You haul yeah, so. like the truck. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if that's it, then oh. <laughs> Why did you hate it? She's got a lot. Um, I don't think she tried hard enough. I don't think she put herself as forward as she could have. Um, she really could have done a lot better. She missed it. I'll listen for me. Thank you, Eddie. I can only choose one. Okay, uh, Cornell Dixon. I liked um, the big girl with the uh, bodysuit that could change colors. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then um, the one with the uh, that looked like um, Beetlejuice. Yeah, she was pretty good too. But I think the one that was like the best overall was like. Uh, Going with the fire. Fix it. Yes. Yeah, why? Because it was. Because it was like uh, it showed her sensuality, but also her her power. Nice. Hey. Do you want to
three drag race. Just won't be the same. Yeah. So Shay. My name is Mac, and I am kind of tired of run, of like cat suits that don't incorporate the foot and just like cut off at the ankle because it like ruins the illusion. And then Eureka wore like a red pump with her outfit that didn't have any red in it, so I didn't really get that. And they all I don't know, whatever. Who's your favorite? Um. Look was probably Aquaria. I thought that that was really chic, and I also really liked. I liked the Vixen a lot because the bitch is from Chicago, and so am I. And then in the lip sync, though, I thought that Eureka like turned that old school like serving the room, all of the drag, all of the emotion. And she was sweating her face off by the end. So even though she was just like Girl, moving no and tears, pointing, no they were moving and point, but her chin was like running off. It was just like she knew what she was doing. Did she gave us old school. Yeah, I did. Oh, Math. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Likewise. What's your podcast it. name? It's called The Rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, cool. Vlog. I don't know if you remember it. The Rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah. Did you want to give yours? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'll stop bothering you. Hi, so my name is Steven, and I think the best runway that was done today would probably be a toss-up. Um, I really, really enjoyed, uh, what's her name? Oh my god. Describe her. No, I know her name, Miss Cracker. I think her look was like retro-futuristic. I think the gold of it, she explained it beautifully in the, like as she's walking down. I was like, I totally got the fantasy. Um, I think, uh, I, I really liked... Um, Miss Yamasaki's uh, like look. I think the judges kind of judge more harshly on her because it was an older look. They're looking for something refresh. But I think compared to the rest of the queens and how everyone else in the audience felt, like we all enjoyed her look. So I wasn't really seeing what the judges were seeing, but I, I really enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Do you have what thoughts on lip sync? Uh, lip. Ah, uh, I think the lip sync. I think they chose the right people for the bottom from the show. I think that. Uh, Eureka didn't know the words, and Miss Cracker, I think uh, the guest judge said it perfectly. I think she's on a different level from everyone else. I think she needs a little bit more time to mature. Uh, as far as the actual lip sync is concerned, uh, I think, uh, what's her name? 
I think Hallory, uh, she looks be works better at like dancing, and this wasn't a dancing song. And I think that Eureka really capitalized on that by kind of putting in some motion and the movement. She wasn't doing like a lot of moves per se, but the way that she was doing it brought more like emotion into it, so I really enjoyed that. Okay. Thank, Thank you so much. No problem.